Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, there are the hardships. These are the hardships that men face. When peeing, it's usually a urinal. And while many of us make urinal use look easy, it can be a delicate process requiring good aim and a degree of delicacy to avoid the dreaded splashback. Now a team of designers claim that they have solved this problem. Kavishan Akan to Araji from Waterloo University is on the line. Good afternoon, Kavi. Good afternoon. Thank uh, so, you for having me. Uh, so when you, when you start, first started addressing this problem, um, the, the dogs seem to provide a degree of inspiration for you. Well, yeah. If you notice how dogs will pee on, on trees or on walls, um, due to the angle at which they are peeing on this surface, uh, they actually don't get very much back on themselves. Uh, and so it was a, sort of an interesting idea to explore how angle of impact affects splash. Right. And so you calculated that that, that dogs, well, these would be male dogs, I assume, they pee at, at an angle of 30 degrees. Um, well, it's not so much that we calculated the angle based on the dogs. Uh, rather, we used jets coming out of a, a urethra-inspired nozzle, and we varied the angle that they hit a surface, and we noticed that at, at 30 degrees, actually, splash essentially disappears. Ah, right. But of course, you can't yeah, the, the, the peer uh, can't uh, probably doesn't have, or isn't thinking that much about angling what direction they're peeing at. So I assume that meant that you had to somehow angle the urinal so it impacted at thirty degrees. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's not really practical to d- expect people to bring a protractor into the bathroom every day. Mm-hmm. So uh, we calculated a surface which is mathematically designed. It's called an. Um, isogonal surface and this means that it will always intersect the trajectory of the urine at 30 degrees or less right and so so the, the surface of the of the urinal is it absolutely flat is it curving slightly it's it's curving so there's actually two different surfaces you can use based on sort of how you slice the geometry of the problem mm-hmm. um the first one is specifically designed for a single height user so that's not exactly practical for widespread use but the second one is this um curved urinal and then we sort of trace a path from top to bottom and we generate this nice curved surface. Uh, and that urinal works very, very well. Uh, I actually couldn't even observe a single droplet when we tested it. Wow. And at, what are the, what do the sides of the uh, urinal look like? So there's sort of these very shallow carving arcs that join in the center to make this pointy shape. Uh, the mathematical curve that we use to define this urinal is actually the same one that is found in the shells of a nautilus, um, which is why we named the urinal the Nautilu, uh, uh-huh. sort of cheeky name. Okay. Did you actually physically construct a, ur- a urinal uh, this way? Yes. Uh, we can't just show, well, say that we've done something, you know, we have to actually show it. Yeah. So I spent some time, uh, we made urinals, uh, CNC'd them out of foam and, and coated them in epoxy to make them waterproof to test them. And we had a whole setup with, you know, a flow rate meter, uh, a nozzle with urethra dimensions and, and tested them out to see exactly if we could get splash coming out of them or not. Has it, uh, and we compared them against existing designs. And does does it does height matter in in this regard? The height of the person, I mean. Yes. Yeah, so the height of the person does matter for that first design, which was designed based on the height of the user. But the second design, um, that is the more successful one, uh, was specifically to be invariant to the height of the user. Um, and in fact, even if you know you've had a bit too much to drink, or you're on a boat and you're swinging 
kind of side to side, that second design should still prevent you from splashing. Really? Uh, is is that because it's height adjustable? Because I, I would imagine the taller you are, the further your pee has to fall and therefore the greater risk of a splash. Yes. So basically, we've actually sort of looked at it from the top and the angle sort of from the top. So, you know, if I'm pointed slightly sideways, the angle is being intersected at 30 degrees anyways. As for the higher degree of fall, uh, we actually found that this 30 degree magic angle is, is somewhat invariant to the speed as long as it's within a reasonable expectation uh, of what urinating, urination would give you. Right, okay. So, but may, if you were 20 foot tall, maybe you might get some, but, you know, we're assuming yeah, that, 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 that might case. become a, yeah, that might be a bit of a problem at that point, but yeah. within reasonable human heights, uh, it appears that you get this same 30 degree angle, even if you're from much higher. Okay, I mean, that's extraordinarily clever. Have you presented this kind of thing? Would it be at mathematics conferences or, or physics conferences? Yeah, we, we presented our results uh, actually earlier this week at the American Physical Society Foods Division Conference um, because there's a combination of very interesting fluid mechanics, which is the fact that Splash has this magic angle associated with it, and then also the practical application of building these urinals. Have you copyrighted the design of this urinal? Uh, I believe that's uh, currently under progress, um, but that's done by my supervisor, uh, Xiaopan. Right, okay. Uh, so so down the line, this could be something that goes into production? It could be. Um, I would expect that would depend on if people are willing to replace their existing designs. And again, I think, you know, in environments where you really, really can't trust people, like like a bar or something mm. might be where you'd want this design because there's a level of strategy that you need to implement that maybe uh, an inebriated brain can't exactly execute as well. Uh, short of, I don't know, having some sort of device that holds it for the person, but that obviously yeah, would carry its and own. That risk. might be a bit awkward. Yes. <laughs> but, I, so, but are you still a student, Cavi, or, or, or you know, are, are you still an undergraduate, or, or where are, are you in your in terms of your education? Yes, I'm a final year undergraduate student in mechanical engineering, um, but I am hoping to go into grad school after this. Right. Okay. But if you if this you know becomes properly copyrighted and you become a urinal entrepreneur, where, will you give up your education then? Uh, I don't think so. I think the interest for me is when you have research and you have these interesting problems that nobody has solved before, you get to crack that, that nut uh, before anybody else has. Mm. Uh, you know, you see these things and you wonder if, if we got a man on the moon, rovers on Mars and split the atom, but I still get pee on my pants. You know, clearly science can solve this problem. And yeah. It's the same case for many other things that I think I would really want to try to attack. Would that be a common way. thing among scientists particularly? I mean, when you're at a conference, everybody goes to the loo at lunchtime, that there's like everyone's, you know, carrying their books in front of their groins. Um, I think scientists will look at very simple things and, and weird things and try to wonder, you know, what exactly is going on here? Um, 
there were some very interesting talks there that I think many people would have never thought of as something interesting to investigate. Yeah, indeed. Thanks, Maya, for speaking with us today and congratulations on your uh, on your invention. You may well change lives da- down the road. Uh, that was Kavishan Akan to Araji there from Waterloo University uh, based in London. Yes, lots of people pointing out. Waterloo University, really? Uh, the Another texter says, is this advice to copy how dogs do it? Uh, not more applicable to women than men. <laughs> so, no, uh, um, women get to sit down. Uh, no one's advising women to, to, to uh, in future, cock a leg and make sure it comes out at uh, 30 degrees. Uh, Ronan says, one cannot fully appreciate splashback until you stand at one uh, wearing shorts and flip-flops. Yes, he's right, you know. Because they do kind of these tiny little droplets, you know, and, and, and people who don't wash their hands, ah, I solved the splashback uh, problem when peeing years ago. Just sit down for a tinkle. I managed to come up with this solution with minimal scientific research. Yes, that's true. But then again, the urinal isn't, or the the, the sit down version isn't always, uh, isn't always available. And sometimes in boys' toilets, particularly, you might stick your head into the into you know one of the stalls and go, "Oh my God, what abomination happened in there?" And you'll head back to the urinal. Uh, non-splash urinals, indeed, uh, says another texter. What kind of woke crap are you forcing us to listen to? Men can splash where and when they want without being dictated to by the vagenda people. Who are the vagenda people? It sounds like a kind of 1990s dance band or something. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.